Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Geeks of the Machine, Doctor Who edition. I am your host, Jasmine, and today co-hosting, we have Adelaide. Hello, Adelaide. Hi, Jasmine. And today, we're going to be talking about Doctor Who, Season 7, entitled, I have the title, I am not looking for the title. Adelaide, what are your thoughts? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming to the rescue. Even though I didn't need rescuing, I was completely fine. (laughs) You totally knew it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. That wasn't me that said anything. It was you, right? (laughs) Entitled Kablam. Okay. So let's start off with overall as a whole. Did you like Kablam? Um... You want to give me overall thoughts and I immediately want to jump into details, but it, uh, I mean, I didn't hate it. Does that count? I, I liked it initially and then like towards the end it fell flat. So that's why I didn't hate it, but I don't know on it. If we're being honest, I do not know how I feel about this episode. I wanted to love it. I really did. I went in like high hopes and I think that's my problem. What's the saying? If you set your bar low, you never get disappointed. Yeah, I feel like, been there. <laughs> like I feel like I came in like a kid on Christmas morning, just knowing that I got the present that I wanted, and I opened it and I got like socks. I was gonna say underwear, but yeah, that's also that's also <laughs> bad. <laughs> I uh, I feel like it had potential. Oh, it really did. Like it could have been amazing, and I think that's why I'm sad. I think we're on the same page. I have a feeling we're going to end up saying the same things, but yeah, that's exactly where I ended on this episode too. I was I was so excited when they started up. I was like, "Yes, let's go. Let's let's rip into this. I'm excited." And then and it just kind of spiraled slowly, slowly out into This isn't where I thought you were going. Please re- wait. Wait. Put the brakes on. Take a U-turn. Come back. What's wrong with you? <laughs> How did we get here? Where's the map? <laughs> this is not what I wanted. This is not what I was promised at the start of this episode. Uh, okay, so let's dive right on on that pleasant note. <laughs> um, the doctor receives a package from Kablam, a Amazon-like <laughs> um, shopping service consisting of an automated workforce called Teammates. So everyone goes to the Kablam headquarters because the doctor gets a help package. Um, oh, also, side note, inside of the package was uh, a Fez. And the doctor's like, yeah, oh, I ordered this a long time ago. Fez. Ha ha, see the reference? See what I did here? Ha 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 ha. Didn't you like this, doctor? Ha 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 ha. Eh. I, I don't want to make references to Moffat's era. We're not there anymore. Let's not. <laughs> um... But the group goes on posing as new employees, and they learn that employees are disappearing. Um, each member of the group gets divided into a different section. Maintenance. There's a maintenance worker um, who is Graham. There is Dispatch. Who? What is it? Dispatch? Is it Dispatch? Uh, yes, sure. dispatch is uh, Yaz and Ryan, and then the doctor is also dispatch. Doctor was like packaging, I think. Yeah, okay. She made a big deal about that swapping out her and hold Graham's on. Position. That's that's totally. It. Mm. We're we're gonna get to that. Like it's, it's like two it's, seconds away. It's fine. No, it's actually in my random thought section, so oh, it's not a right. major platform. But like. Yay for advance notice of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Because I totally gave you this outline a very long time ago that you had time to peruse. Uh (laughs) I didn't just absolutely scan it rapid fire two seconds ago. (laughs) Um, But what were your thoughts when um, the team got divided up? Um, I I don't know. I was supposed to have thoughts on that part. I didn't care that much. It was great. Well, no, this is my question. Why was the doctor the janitor? And Ryan was giving packaging. Ryan has no coordination. It doesn't make sense that he like he has a, not no he has a coordination issue. But packaging but, is heavily on coordination. And that why was the doctor the janitor? Was the yes because was it Ryan? she switched. Wait wait no no I saw that was it Ryan because I wasn't 
I thought it the was, doctor uh, switched was with Graham. Yes, the doctor switched with Graham, so Graham ended up as a janitor, and the doctor took his place. Okay. So why was the doctor a janitor? You telling me the doctor has no other skills except sweeping and mopping? No, yeah, also- I thought that was dumb that she was originally placed in the janitor position. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't want to, I don't want to diss janitors because yeah, you guys keep everything clean. So. Well, no, it's not a diss, but the question is, you're telling me the doctor doesn't have any other skills? I mean, are you saying packaging is? At all above the same level of skills. Well, no, I'm saying pack- I'm saying Ryan shouldn't have gotten packaging either. If we're being honest, Ryan, Ryan should have had a different role because Ryan has a coordination issue. Yes, and I agree with that. Like and it would make references. more right. It would make more sense to me that he would have a. Di- I don't know where you would put him though. If we're being honest, because what doesn't require like coordination? I get the whole he had previous packaging experience, so maybe that's how he got there. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Adelaide? I mean, at this point, I was just excited for them to trash Amazon, so I was <laughs> I was ready. We love Amazon. Please send me more things than two-day shipping. <laughs> <laughs> I like the concept, but um, I won't. Let's not. Never mind. I'll stop. This is not a political podcast. <laughs> um, uh, immediately, we pretty much find out that the maintenance worker is in love with Kira, and that the company relies heavily on work ethic and about 10% of the staff has to be human beings, which seems very inefficient, if we're being honest. If I owned a company, instead of having a, a percentage of the people as actual people, I would just give you a check each month. Because my robots can do it faster, better, stronger, whatever, and I can just cut you a check and you push it. And like that way, you know, you are employed by the standards of the law that they set before them. Exactly. You don't have to... Just because you have to be employed doesn't mean you have to be in person there. So, you know, yeah, this is my worker. They do finance. They never exactly. come in. Like, and that would make more sense to me because people are very inefficient comparatively. People have emotions. They have bad days. They suck in general. Like, I want to know why they and, put them in the assembly line. Because of all things, that seems like the place that you want robots in. That's repetitive it's repetitive motion you don't need you don't need a human to do that part with human error you just need literally just a robot to pick up package wrap in in bubble wrap put in box it's not hard it's not a human thing that you need done there well they said they had 10 percent of people in every department but again no, no, don't don't shoot holes in this no it, it still doesn't make sense first of all that seemed like a lot of people to be 10 percent. but she said they had like what 1200 people who worked at the factory well, the, it was weird because so it started off by saying, yeah, we have 10 percent. It every, it has to be 10 percent. But then like halfway through the episode is when they said 10 percent in each department. Which is it's, uh, it's a it's lot. It's different also, than 90 percent workers are robotic versus 90 percent in each department. That That's two very different statements here, Doctor Who. And also, let's have a conversation about how they, no one has a different accent aside from British. Like, no one has developed another accent on another planet. (laughs) I have been wondering this since, like, the very first episode of Doctor Who. And, like, I get it. It's set in it's set there. I can't help it. It's just, and they've got, what, 12 actors? So it's like. You telling me you can't put on another accent? Have you heard their American accents? Have you heard their other accents? I don't care. I do not care, Italy, if we're being honest. I would, I will take it at this point, aside from everyone being British. Like, everyone in the universe is British. Like, sure, the Britain had a great empire. You were cool. You got health insurance and, I don't know, whatever else you did. Tea and crumpets, I guess. Um, <laughs> China had tea first, but okay. <laughs> I'm throwing shade at Britain now. <laughs> but, like, come on now. If we're in a race of different, like, countries going out into the world, Britain is not dominating that. It, like, if we're being honest, China would be you the first one You killing their dreams here. Like, and it's cool, like, that you want to pretend. Like, I'm fine with pretending with you, but we can't, like, this is, this is like an American history where everyone who had ever did anything was white. Yeah, it is. Like, it's exactly that. Like, I mean, it's cool if that's, you know, like, your fantasy. I mean, it's not reality. And I don't know why we're, like, everyone who ever did anything except the stuff that was horrible was white. Like, eh. 
I was going to comment, but that might be too political, so I'm not going to say it. But... <laughs> but it's just, I don't know, it's weird. Like, and I was sitting here thinking, like, nobody has a different accent. All the people who were on this star are all British. See, I hate that in all of the episodes of Doctor Who, because that's how it happens. Wherever you go, oh, look, they're British. Like, and I know that they write this off with, well, most countries have a North. Yeah, I don't care. Not everyone's going to talk the same way. Yeah, because North Carolina definitely does not sound like North Britain. Nope. (laughs) And, like, I just, at some point you have to, you have to say this doesn't work anymore. You have to say, okay, maybe we should hire other people or people who can fake accents well. Because I Even if it's not well, I will take a bad accent at this point. Just make it different. Like, it can be the worst American act. I am fine. With a horrible American accent at this point. <laughs> See, I'm fine with a horrible American accent. If they start doing, like, other ones, then I might get a little irritated. But other than that. I mean, and of course they have the whole, the TARDIS automatically translates everything. So they're not really speaking English. They're speaking some other alien language. But... The TARDIS automatically gives them a British accent, too. Right, exactly. The like, the TARDIS is already like, hey, everyone's British. It's hard to like this is the only this is the first language I ever heard. Here you go. <laughs> Except it it wouldn't because it's Gallifreyan. So right. So like, and you're telling me the doctor never went anywhere before coming to the Earth. You know how crappy Earth is comparatively. He likes like, humans. Remember where his pets were like a little ant. Right, but that that would be like before you see an ant. Like you know how hard it would take. You have to see elephants before you see ants. I'm trying, Doctor Who. I'm trying. <laughs> All right, back to the main plot. <laughs> um, the doctor is basically saying something is foot. Um, no, I'm sorry, my notes are wrong. This is a lie. The doctor's not saying something afoot. Yaz is saying something is afoot. And like, oh, people are disappearing. Blah 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 blah. Oh, this guy, he disappeared. Blah 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 blah. What were your thoughts, Adelaide? I did not care. I was just waiting for... Uh, the entire episode was me going, yes, let's trash Amazon. I am so for this. And then with each step, it slowly turned into something else. And so I was like, wait, wait, this isn't this isn't trashing Amazon. Are we still trashing Amazon? See, and that's, I, don't, I didn't care about that aspect of it. See, <laughs> I wanted that. I wanted that so badly. I mean, because my problem was, one, when we went and see this episode, it was not efficient. And to, like... People by default are not efficient. <sighs> I don't know. It it didn't make sense to me. And if we're talking about efficiency, it would it would be smarter to hire everyone as robots and give everyone a check. Here's my human payment. <laughs> they own the robots, therefore they have the. Uh, therefore, they are the workers. Or you could always say, like, every person um, who gets replaced by a robot, that's their, like you just said, that's their robot. So whatever the robot would earn, blah, 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 here is a quarter of that. Because you're not as efficient, let's be honest. <laughs> See, I want to say that, like, I feel like this episode does too much. They start off with kind of critiquing companies like Amazon. They, I, I say kind of because, like, they want to but they have no teeth. So they don't, they, they can only gum on the neck instead of like actually go for the, like, <laughs> <a> real, like... <laughs> uh, I hope that was life. a great mental image for you. Yes. Uh, but yes, they can only like, they can only make that attempt. They can't actually do anything. They have no, they have no bite to them. And so they try and then they like take a turn and say, well, you know, in order to preserve jobs, because jobs gives human job, whatever the hell they said, something about purpose. Jobs um, give people purpose, which no, that's not what gives you purpose. Especially that is a when horrible. It's, especially when it's line work like that. Like, well, that not only that, purpose. that's a horrible thing to put out into the universe for impressionable people. Working does not give you purpose. No. Living your life gives you purpose. Making human connections gives you purpose. None of what you're doing at at this factory. Yeah, don't assume that because you work in a factory, that is your purpose in life. All the Amazon workers out there who are struggling because Amazon is frankly crap, uh, yeah, don't assume that's your purpose, regardless of what this episode is telling you. And it, yeah, I think this is where I started hating this episode. <sighs> anyway, 
Um, uh, both female resources manager Judy Maddox and Jarv Slade um, quickly deny involvement as the doctor breaks into the office and says, hey, this is what happened. You're at fault, right? And everyone's like, no, no, we're not. Blah, blah, blah. I immediately thought Judy was suspicious. Who was your money on at this point, Adelaide? Um, I want to say I was still on the uh, I was still on the the company is at fault, and I was still like really wanting that. But I think at this point is when I was starting to go. The company's not at fault. The company is now the victim, and I was getting really frustrated with that idea. So I think it was Judy. I think I was thinking Judy was weird, but I can't quite remember. I. I I didn't put names to faces after at some point when my, when my dreams were shattered, I was like, okay, I don't care. So, <laughs> um, and the doctor quickly realizes that the issue is with the company's artificial intelligence when a teammate attacks Charlie after again, Yaz has told her, this is what happened. This is what I saw. Blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> okay. So side note, this is where my resentment for jazz started to face ahead. It came to a head. I didn't realize that progressively I started to resent Jazz uh, yes, through this episode, but I and it really comes like towards like this section. Um, were you feeling like any resentment towards Jazz, or is it just me? I think that's just you. I don't hate her. <laughs> I, I'm I liked her initially. I think she was one of my favorites when we first started out. But like as we get slowly, as we see her character more, I feel like she gets a little bit bland. But other than that, I, like, I don't hate her. I don't hate her. Like, let's not confuse it. I appreciate her, but my problem with Yaz is that she is the doctor. And the doctor is not a the doctor, if you get what I'm saying. Yes, I get exactly what you're saying. Because, yeah, Yaz is the one with the actual drive, and the doctor is this passive little whiny pain in the ass. Exactly. And I feel like it's weird to me that they wrote Yaz at the center of every moment everything and the doctor is just basically sitting there taking notes the doctor is rose right which is why i'm all like i'm i'm hating this whole thing because it really like yes is who the doctor should have been and i'm resenting this character because the doctor is no longer the doctor I think this comes back to the, is this a writing choice or is this a character choice? And when you see it this way, I feel like it's a writing choice. Uh, it has to be at this point. Like, and, and I think this is episode is when I really started to see it as a writing choice and how awful it is. Because see, I, it, I feel like that makes it better in a way that it's a writing choice. Because now I can blame the writers and I don't have to blame Jodie Whittaker, so it's fine. I don't have to blame her. It's not her fault now. Like, and I was real like, this episode was where it really, like, solidi- started to solidify that they made Yes the doctor. And it really bothers me. Because I, I don't dislike Yes, but I don't, like, she's not the doctor. Why is she charging into every situation? Why is she, like, you're on an alien planet. This doesn't feel realistic. You're on an alien planet, you don't know the rules, you don't know anything, and yet you're just going guns blazing into these situations where you could die. I mean, I want to defend her, but I can't, so. Like, and, I digress. I digress. I see what you mean, though, especially since it, it does make it clear that it's a writing choice. These whole time, all, all of our podcasts, like, up until this point, have been critiquing uh, the doctor's behavior and make, and her her passive nature and how she apologizes way too often and now like at this point or until this point we've wondered is this an acting choice is this Jodie Whittaker's version of the doctor or is it a writing choice and now like as you've said it's clear that this is a written choice this is how they wanted to portray the first female doctor which is almost infuriating and it is because you if if you switch Yes, and the doctor's lines, they would be perfect. Like, if you switch their whole character, it would be perfect. Um, what was I talking about? I don't know, you were harping on, on the passive uh, nature of the doctor and 
da, 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 da. Um, Kira is abducted and the doctor tracks her down to the completely automated packing and delivery floor, which again does not make sense if 10% of the whole factory has to be humanized. Was I the only one thinking that? I was already stuck on this whole 10% of the thing has to be humanized, and I'm like, wait, wait. I don't understand anymore. You just said it was... First you started with the whole factory, and then you said, oh, it's every department. So are you telling me that the delivery floor doesn't count as a department? What are you implying here? Where's the 10% on this one? And so... (laughs) This is why, and okay, first of all, I suck at math. I majored in English. I am not a math person, but even I can tell 90% uh, or 10% of a department is different than 10% of the whole company. Mm -hmm. So, you know, fix your math here. (laughs) Um, I did not care. I was like, okay, cool. We're moving closer to the end. Yay. Um... The group finds the missing workforce remains. Um, the doctor learns that the AI requested Kira's help. And, and Brian, Gaz, and Charlie all head down to find her while the doctor receives an early version of the teammate to get access to Kablam's AI. Uh, also, did I mention Charlie was a maintenance worker who loved Kira? Yeah, I think that was brought up at some point, maybe? I don't know. Okay. We bypassed it pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, da, 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 da. Her group finds the missing workforce remains and an army of teammates holding packages. The doctor reunites with everyone and Ryan and Yaz witness the death of Kira. While she's playing with bubble wrap. Oh, I had several questions for this stupid scene. One. If you're promised a gift. And you get freaking bubble wrap. Are you popping the bubble wrap? Are you excited about bubble wrap? Because this was sealed. This was a sealed package that had bubble wrap. I got nothing. I probably, I don't know. If I was sitting there alone and bored. First of all, I'd be pissed off that all I had was bubble wrap in there. And I would want to talk to somebody. But, like, alone and bored, yeah, I'd probably pop the damn bubble wrap. Immedi- no, but she popped it immediately. Versus, like, my thing is this. I would have been like, is this it? Like, is, am I getting something else? Yeah, Anyone? and then, like, if someone had said, hey, I will be in in, like, 20 minutes, I'd probably, by, like, minute 15, play with the damn bubble wrap. Exactly. Not, not immediately. Not immediately. And I know they were like, oh, she never gets any presents. But I work with bubble wrap every day. This yeah, is this not a present. I Okay. Initially, I'd probably assume packaging error. I admit this. I'd be dead. <laughs> like, let's be honest. I'd assume packaging error, and I'd also assume that at some point somebody was going to come talk to me. So, but again, I wouldn't immediately take out and play with the bubble wrap. I wouldn't be exactly. like, yes, bubble wrap. I've always wanted this in my life. No. <laughs> like, and I, they were like, she never gets any presents, blah, 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 blah. I am, comp- this is my thing, okay? I will give you that at some point after sitting there, like, I wish they had a clock about how long she was sitting there, because that would make more sense. Because absolutely, I'd be dead, because I'd pop it above wrap eventually if I couldn't get out. Yeah, I'd just, I'd play with it after a while. Not, exactly. like, immediately. But even when opening Amazon packages, I don't immediately destroy the bubble wrap. I'm just like, okay, cool. It's like three days later if it's still there. If I haven't thrown exactly. it out, then I'm like, hey, look, bubble wrap. And I pop one and walk away. Exactly. Like, so it was just, mm. Anyway, do you have any other thoughts on that segment? Um, I was, well, this ties into the later segments, but like, I was mad that she died, so. Okay, well, the doctor deduced... Well, I did say she died, because they witnessed her death while playing with bubble wrap. So that's fine. The doctor deduces that the bubble wrap is weaponized with explosives to target Kablam's customers as a heartbroken um, Charlie reveals himself as the attack's mastermind, explaining that he infiltrated Kablam to subvert the AI to test the explosive lethality of the workforce before executing his plan um to end the unemployment by demonizing the automation system okay now at this point i'm with you Adelaide, because this could have been a very like they could have either gone fully automated and this would have made sense to me where it's fully automated and they're not getting a check they're not getting anything everyone is unemployed 
or like it does this does not make sense to me his reasoning i hated this i hated this so much I think right at this point it was when I like whipped out my my tablet and I started drawing and absolutely not paying a shred of attention afterwards because they lost me. They had my hopes so high and then they just threw it away and I was so pissed off. Like uh, like I said, his reasoning was stupid and flawed and I don't understand why they took this route. I don't understand why they made the company the victim. No, I wouldn't even, like this is my thing. If this was a better story, I wouldn't have minded the company being the victim. If this was a fully automated system, okay, and the company was awful, okay, but they were still a victim of people who are upset about their unemployment because they weren't getting anything from the company except pollution or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, see, that, I mean... It would have been a negative, but it would have still been a good story. Yeah, if, when I when I say like it's the victim, I mean like it's the pitiable victim, the one that you want to, that you have to save in the end, not the one that's like, well, yeah you're a victim but you're also kind of a jerk so i don't really care but you you know you deserved it but you're still the victim this one is like you know you shouldn't be doing this because you're ruining this and i'm like i don't care this is a company that as you have said has 90 percent or 90 percent per department whatever they want to say um uh, robotic employees and they're going on about unemployment which they only kind of hinted about and i just uh this yeah because they don't have a relation to how many people are unemployed like they just kind of they kind of touch on it but it's not real like it's like you said they're victimizing the company yeah and they go this is what i meant by they don't have the teeth for this they don't have the ability to go through and they, they can't go whole hog and just say no yeah this this company is almost fully automated we're bound by law to have you people here we don't care about you but now you're here so work had they just gone through that, I would have been a little bit more okay. But this well, is yeah. like they tried, and they they tried. No, they, they didn't try. Pretty. They didn't try. They okay, they right. they like, wanted to, but they failed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I get the feeling that this is their attempt, but it's it's done with like how do I say this? kid gloves? I was gonna say it's like it's done with kids. I was gonna say it's when you talk to like a little kid and you explain why swearing is wrong because it makes people feel bad. It's like that. When you, f you you put so much flowery language around it where it's like, you know, this is not okay to do. And it's like, you know what? Just tell the kid it's wrong. Mm, no, Let, let's be honest. So they didn't say, like, because uh, even the doctor said automation isn't wrong. It's what we do with automation that's wrong. We are the vic we are the problem. It's not the automation. I'm kind of okay with that. My problem is like... I mean, fine, I'll agree to an extent on that. But still, it's not, you're not making the automation, you're making the company the victim. And the company is the problem. Mm. Um, um, da, 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 da. Charlie admits that Kira's death wasn't part of his plan, and the doctor figures out that the AI arranged it as an attempt to deter it. And she tries to talk Charlie out of having the teammates carry out their deliveries. Um, question, why are we okay with AI killing people? Why are we okay with AI killing women to further, to tell man to stop doing thing? Like, why are we okay? Like, cause the, when, when the doctor said this, I just knew that Carol was going to come out somewhere and it was all going to be a ruse. And when that did not happen, I was livid. And I was also livid that the doctor was like, yeah, the, the, the AI was just trying to explain how other people would feel if you do this. That is not okay. This is not okay now. I was so mad. This, this is what I meant when I said that. Immediately, I just took out my freaking drawing spiral and stopped <laughs> paying attention because I was like rage drawing at this point. I was so mad. Like, because I was with you. I could have went along with you up until Kira's death. Once Kira died, this whole machine should have been scrapped. Because you have a flaw, okay? The number one rule of robotics is that you do not kill humans. The, the, the three laws are created for a reason. Apparently not in this one. Like, and I don't know, maybe they weren't sci-fi enough to remember the three laws of um, robotics. I don't know what was going on, but I was like, this is not right. There's something seriously wrong with this programming. I know the doctor's going to destroy this. And when the doctor's like, oh, he just wanted to teach you a lesson. No! This is what I meant when I said that they, they stopped 
actually attempting and they were just like this is wrong kids please do not do this while the kids are having like a fit in the middle in front of them not listening and continue to beat on each other like this doesn't work this isn't how you get messages across i'm annoyed can you tell no no because i really am annoyed like i literally just looked at the three laws of robotics just to make sure i'm not crazy okay no no, i remember number one totally right a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to come to harm. That is one, okay? <laughs> Pretty sure both of those parts of rule number one were broken. I mean, I I don't I can't defend them. I was too mad about this part too. I can't. Rule number two, a robot must obey orders given to it by humans with the exception of such orders that conflict with rule number one. Also, the robots were kind of dicks. They were ordering people around. I was like, mm. I was okay with that because I thought they were going for some sort of, um, you know, big company, too powerful, sort of, you know, abusing the workers in the work environment sort of thing. I was thinking they were going for that. So that was when I was okay with it because I thought they were going to dismantle it and they were going to say, no, this is bad. And, and go to town on, you know, ripping Amazon apart. But no, instead, we made Amazon the sad little victim who didn't deserve this and just wanted to work. No, I would have been fine with this this law if they were like, we need to get, you're not efficient enough. You're not, like, I would have even been fine with this if the robots were secretly taking the people and making them into robots to make them more efficient. See, uh, well, um, other than the fact that I would have gone into Cybermen territory, and I am tired of Cybermen, I would have been okay with that too. Well, no, they'd be Kablam Man. <laughs> Same thing, different name, it's fine. Uh, but my thing is that would make more sense. Like, I love that just off the top of our heads, we're coming up with different stories that would have made more sense and had more teeth. Uh, rule number three, which is where I think they were going. A a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with rule number one or two. No one, like, no one was trying to kill the robot necessarily. It was just trying to make people stop buying. If anything, I'm surprised the robot didn't let this go. Like, why does the robot have a conscience? I'm honestly surprised they thought the bubble wrap thing would work, actually, now that I think about it. Like, you hear about bad things happening to people from Amazon and people at Amazon. Have you stopped buying from them? Because I'm a terrible person and stopped during, like, the the worker strike, but I didn't. I'm still buying from them now. Uh, Let's have a look. Okay, we'll have a real conversation for a second. We, as Americans, hear about horrible things that happen in other countries at these factories. Like, the iPhone factory, the Android factory. Yeah. Etc. That does not mean that people are going to stop buying iPhones and Androids. Like, it's just a a disconnect between the person who is suffering and the person who is buying. Yeah, it's a serious one, too. And I just don't understand how they would go from... I I just don't think ultimately his plan would have worked at all. Like, yay, yeah, there's explosives in the bubble wrap. One, don't pop the bubble wrap. Two... They would then assume this is like the um, this is like the lettuce thing. They would have assumed that at that some it was point human it would, error. That it's human error, and that it would be sorted out, and that it's not like this big widespread thing. And that oh well, the company will deal with it. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what the message the company will deal with. Like, I would have been fine if after the fact the doctor had gotten there, this whole big thing happened, and then it's like the company is dealing with it, and it was like the hush cover up thing. See, that would have been way better. If you want to victimize the company, do it that way, maybe, and still, like, make them the bad guy, because why not? They're easy, and it's fun. Mm-mm. Um, blah, 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 blah. Charlie, uh, Charlie continues with his plan anyway, and the doctor reprograms everyone, all of the teammates, to deliver the package to themselves, and to pop the bubble wrap. Um, everybody else is teleported to the surface, and Charlie ultimately dies on the floor in the destruction. Uh, Maddox and Slade take over the rebuilding Kablam with a mostly human workforce. We learn nothing is what this this, this episode told That is exactly what I thought. Right <laughs> when they're like, oh, we'll have an entirely human workforce. I'm like, have you learned nothing? Like, if anything, I would be going completely the other way. No humans 
on this workforce ever again. Like, <laughs> screw that law. Like, we will be fighting to get that law changed constantly. Yeah, this was brought on by humans. Like, the whole point was, oh no, these poor robots are being abused. No, this is... Oh my god, this episode pissed me off. I'm No. Okay, so... Anything else you want to talk about this before we move on to random thoughts, questions, continuity, and notes? No, I'm good. Continue. Okay. So, we already talked about yes. Why is the doctor always acting after the companions make suggestions? The doctor never has an independent thought. Am I wrong, Adelaide? No. And, um, actually, on that note, um... I don't know if this is true, but a friend of mine mentioned that there's a rumor that Jodie Whittaker and someone else is not going to, they're not, they're planning on not continuing after this season or considering. You really did not read the interesting bits of this outline. Like, Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. That is literally in the interesting. Oh yeah. Look at that. There it is. (laughs) I'm paying attention to me on purpose, Adelaide. Like it is revenge for supernatural. Ha. (laughs) Okay. I guess we got to jump to that. (laughs) Earlier this week, it was revealed that the star, Jodie Whittaker, might be leaving the show in 2019. Her departure would apparently be as a sign of solidarity with the, sto- with the new showrunner, Chris Chernobyl, who is also rumored to be relieving. I don't care, if we're being honest. I, I, I don't like this doctor. So, by default, if we can get another doctor, cool. Hopefully it's another female. I doubt it, because... Yeah, that's the problem. They're now branded. Like, this is what's happened when you have bad writing when you do the first first female doctor. Um, I don't... I, I appreciate the stories. Um, uh, this episode has been... I mean, this season has been hit by critics who have said this series is a bit too politically correct. Um... I don't like when people say that. I don't personally think that this is too political. It's telling you your history. And it reminds me, or the history of America or Brit. well, not really Britain. Like, they're pretty light on Britain history. But it's revealing history elements that aren't necessarily happy and fun. And it's, this is what I will say. There is a certain section of people who are uncomfortable with the history and they don't want to learn about it. And just because you're uncomfortable does not mean that you get to dictate what you don't want to, what you don't want the world to know. You can call them white dude bros. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, Like I said, I, I don't want to point anyone out because there are some in every group. I will who are uncomfortable with history or women being in power or gay people. There's a lot of people who are uncomfortable with a lot of things that Doctor Who is now discussing and dealing with. Whether it's guns and, like, the death of, um, the death of the giant spider thing, the uh, industrialization, Rosa Parks, the impartial, like, I think these are all important elements of history that a lot of people do not learn. Like, let's be very honest. History that you are taught in the classroom is not thorough. And if you do not seek out history, then you will be one of those people who will argue down that the civil rights was about states' rights versus slavery. And honestly believe it in your heart. Or that the Confederate flag is not racist because now it's different. Okay. This is not an attack on anyone, if you believe that in your black, if you believe that in your white. This is my opinion, but my opinion says that you're wrong if you believe that. Don't don't sugarcoat it. It's fine. <laughs> they, they're wrong. Uh, never mind. Fine. I won't say it's an attack either, but <clears throat> uh, you're wrong, and you should research and, you know, actually understand history, because, yeah, not only... If you only look at the history books that you're looking at, not only does that vary from location, so you're going to have different stories from each thing, but, you know, history is written by that. The winner. History is written by the winner. So, of course, it's going to favor the abusive white power that we have so far. Of course, it's favoring that. You have to look beyond that. 
Oh, fun fact. I was um watching Neil deGrasse Tyson, who um I love him, like my favorite scientist like ever. Um and he was talking about genetic diversity and where you find the most gen- genetic diversity in the world. Where do you think that is? Um trying to decide. Um uh, it's a continent. You can pick one of seven. Okay. Gonna say around Africa, maybe, but I was I was actually gonna say something like like South Asia, India area, but then you said it's a continent, and I was like, okay, never mind. so yeah, he said Africa has the most diverse genetic makeup because most people originated in Africa. Which, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because you have the fastest people there, you have the people with the biggest butts, you have the people with the biggest like. There actually is a project, um, the Einstein Project, where they're looking for the smartest person in Africa. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's really like it's a lot of stuff that's happening, and he also made a point of like different museums where they kept the brain of this famous French scientist and they kept the penis of an African. Wow. Okay. And it tells you like different things. I'm sorry, this got way, <laughs> this went down a way different path because Doctor. But Lewis it's a fascinating path, so it's fun. <laughs> Continue. But, like, and um, and he said basically like this tells you what they valued from the African versus what they value from the French. Yeah, clearly. It was like, it was such a good, if you haven't watched Neil deGrasse Tyson, you need to. Oh, I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. He is gold and I love him so much. He has a podcast called Star Talk, I think. Amazing. Like he interviews all kinds of famous people. He interviewed, um, uh, what is the guy who was in the wheelchair who died? Hawking? Yes. He did an interview with him. He did. A, he does interviews with a lot of people. I I cannot say enough good things about Neil deGrasse. Yeah, I saw his um his show that he did a while back. Wow, we're really off topic. Never mind. I'll stop there <laughs> because that will get way way too far. Um, if you want us to do a Neil deGrasse Tyson conversation, let us know in the comments. <laughs> back to Doctor Who. Can that just be an executive decision of yes instead of waiting for the rep- responses on that? Um, Possibly. We can probably do it for Science Fiction Day or something. Okay. Uh, I will let you know on Twitter <laughs> when, we're, when we're doing that. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Why can't the doctor fly the TARDIS now? Yeah, what the hell was that about? Like, like it, it's like, this is the longest the doctor has not been. Like, maybe the first couple weeks the doctor can't fly the TARDIS. And then it's like, okay, I recognize you as leader. Yeah, and it, I don't know, this is what, episode seven? We're yes. seven episodes in, and the Doctor hasn't gotten past this confusion and passive, apologetic nature that she has, and I felt like that was going to stop maybe episode three. But it's episode seven, and now you're just making me sad, Doctor Who. Um, Why is everyone giving orders except the Doctor? She is only making requests. This is sickening. She's a preschool teacher. She's not the doctor. She's the preschool teacher, and it's really irritating. Like it's she's just... a bad preschool teacher. <laughs> she is. She's like, can you do this for me? No, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, Charlie is dead. They're all dead. Everyone who jumped off the stupid conveyor belt is dead, especially Ronnie. Okay, I thought that was so stupid. First of all, when he fell, um, which ways were they going? Were those going in opposite directions? Also, you're going like how many miles per hour and you just jump off of it and hope to land safely on the next one? No, you're all And Ryan has a coordination issue. I don't care if you're holding someone's hand. Like that doesn't stop you. That doesn't stop your coordination issue. Yeah, no. Charlie fell. Charlie died. And exactly. the episode stopped right there. Done. <laughs> exactly. If anything, Charlie died. And then that, they, they realized that Charlie was the one who did it. Blah, 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 blah. The rest of it was just a fever dream. Charlie died right there. That's what, that's what he saw before his death. That was it. <laughs> the real end of the episode is them figuring out that the machine was also a big problem. <clears throat> who pops bubble wrap after they're promised a gift and gets bubble wrap? Oh, we already discussed that. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, this is one I have to reiterate. So we're just okay with the system killing someone to teach Charlie a lesson. Cool. Like, that is literally in my notes. See, they'd set, they, they'd already let me down so far at this point that I was just like, uh, you cannot disappoint me further. 
I think cannot. this was this was really the turning point for me. Like the story, because I was fine with the story. My issue was Jazz yeah, and the doctor. But I was like, I will go with you on this journey. But once we got to the point where the machine killed Char, killed uh, what is it, Kira? Yeah. And everyone was okay with it. And they're I not was, addressing it. Yeah. What are we doing? <sighs> And anyway. like, thanks, Doctor Who, for making the woman expendable to teach him a lesson. Like, wow. Wow. Also, I don't know why the robots didn't just kill Charlie. And you, you're, you're conscious enough to know that the bubble wrap is poison. You're, you're consci- conscious enough to understand the implications of killing somebody that he loves in order to teach him a lesson. You why have not robots. Just go to the source? Right, you have robots at your disposal. He is one human being. You have an army of robots. I don't understand. You're cool with just kidnap, kidnap. Why was the machine kidnapping people? See, it's because Charlie died when he fell off that that conveyor belt. So no, but know, I'm like really wondering what was the point of kidnapping people then? I don't know. It's so many unanswered questions, and I'm sitting here like thinking of more questions as we do this podcast because it. It didn't know what it wanted to do. It went in growling, bared teeth, and then it turned out those teeth were fake. And it has nothing, and it didn't know what it's doing. It, it... And No, it doesn't even make sense, because they didn't address the goop that the people were. It didn't address, like, the death of Kira. It was so much like... Like, this was like Thanksgiving dinner. Like, they set it up really nice, and they were like, all you can have is this romaine lettuce that's poison. <laughs> like, okay? Like... I just, they tried, they they didn't try. They started off with, like, this lead-in. Even little lines were, like, hinting that this factory is going to be bad. And I'm very disappointed in this lack of plot development here. And well, not only that, they didn't answer any of the questions that they set up early in the episode. No, they did fake questions at the very end that we didn't care about because they had set up so many other things at the beginning. It's like they wrote one story and then decided, nah, that's not what we want to do, but didn't write the, and then wrote the other half of a different story and just glued them together. <sighs> um, why was the head of people managing reception? Doesn't she have other stuff to do? I mean, that's, there's a detail I didn't notice nor care about at this point. Like, so. Cause she, like, I, I thought it was really stupid because she was just sitting at reception you're telling me that the head of people can't have either a robot and a human? Like, what would be 10% of a three-person team? See, this is why I thought it was still initially 90% of the whole company and, like, and 10% of the whole company. This is what I thought. And that's, I was like, okay, well, 10% of the whole company, they probably have multiple jobs. And then they get down into the other department thing. I'm like, okay, now you're just, now you're just messing with me. Because that's not what you said earlier. Your numbers are wrong. Stop it. <laughs> I don't know why she was there. She had her office. She specifically had an office. It does that make... I digress, because I could be on this, this episode long. Um, Continuity. Oh, did you have any questions before we move on? No. This okay. Again, this episode made me rage draw at the end, so, you know. <laughs> um, The doctor in the beginning of the... Oh! Another question. Graham immediately popped the bubble wrap. Why didn't they die? Good point. Especially since at the end he goes to pop the bubble wrap again, and they're like, no, no, don't pop the bubble wrap. They're like, you already popped the bubble wrap. Right. <laughs> like, so, it's just, hmm. Hmm. Okay. I, I so, will say I have a mild question about the delivery time, because it kind of seems like it took them a really, really long time to deliver that fez. Also, how do you follow the doctor through time and space? Because the doctor's like, oh, I can't shake whatever this is. And why did the doctor not realize what it was before? Once they realized it was a teleport thing, they're like, oh, yeah, cool, come on board. Mm. And why is it when you realized it was a teleport beam, did you say, okay, cool, come on board? Mm. (sighs) Anyway, the doctor ordered the fizz. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. He insisted he would buy another one. Apparently, this is the one that he brought. Um, interesting news bits. 
Uh, well, since we already talked about the other two previously, <laughs> uh, I have one last interesting news bit for you, Ellie. Did you see Witch Hunters early? Um, I saw it like an hour ago. Jeez, Ellie. <laughs> Amazon accidentally streamed Witch Hunters instead of Kablam. Oh, did they really? Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's terrible congrats so, well maybe they just didn't want to talk about kablam <laughs> they were scared and they realized oh it's got no teeth it's fine never mind so people were confused as they were watching witch hunter so i will ask again did you watch witch hunter early <laughs> do you want me to lie because sure yeah i watched it early i was confused yeah <laughs> well no because you do watch it on amazon right uh no, I had to do that once because Comcast said, No, you don't have access to this. No. And now Comcast lets me have access to it on the mm. website. Well Well that's no fun, Adley. Jeez. <laughs> um but anything else that you want to talk about about this episode? No. Please no. Okay. Um, if we missed anything, please let us know. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to leave them in the comments section. Um, so thank you guys for listening to another episode of Geeks the Machine. I was your host, Jasmine, and I had Adelaide with me. Uh, you can follow us at RealOPTweets. You can follow us on Instagram at RealOPGram. You can follow me personally at OPJasmine. You can follow Adelaide at OP underscore Addie, A-D-D-I-E. You can check out the website at OverpowerEntertainment.com. And am I forgetting anything, Adelaide? Facebook? Yeah, we have a Facebook. It, stuff is in a description at this point. Like, yeah, there's so many at this. There's so many. We have a Discord server that should hopefully be in the description of this as well. Um, let us know what you guys think. If you have opinions, if you want to talk to us, we're there idly waiting for you because that's totally what we do. We don't have lives. Thank you guys. This is getting very resentful. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you blame it after this episode? sure um but thank you guys for listening we really appreciate it leave us comments so that we know that you're listening um we also would like to thank the several people who left comments on the website whose names i don't have but i will have in the next episode thank you good night bye <laughs>